Hey guys, welcome to episode 178 of the JV Club with my marvelous guest, Kate Walsh. Uh, Kate and I... uh, Fairly recently worked together on the new web series, Everyone's Crazy But Us, from Christy Stratton Mann, uh, that has been on Funny or Die, and uh, what a treat and a delight. Um, I'm excited for you guys to listen to this episode. I think you'll enjoy it uh, very much, and I wanted to get some shout-outs out there. Uh, this is a little random, but I wanted to give a shout out. I have no idea if she's going to listen to this episode, but I was on a hike and I was walking down the street and a very lovely girl wearing an extremely cute hat, um, whom I was in the midst of admiring, uh, as I passed her called out afterwards that she loved the podcast, totally made my day and, uh, just wanted her to know that this is becoming like a Craigslist misconnections, uh, intro. But, uh, if for some reason she hears this, um, I was really uh, smiling about that for for the rest of the day. So thank you for that. Uh, Mallory, thank you for your email. Joseph, as always, for yours. Katie, thank you for your email. Uh, Caitlin, go, guy, go. Go, guy, go this week. Uh, Alyssa, welcome into the podcast. I got your email. I know you're a new listener. I'm delighted. Um, Daniel, uh, if you're listening, at some point we will figure out our San Francisco interview together. Tamara, thank you for your email. Lady, please hang in there. You are a star. Um, Amber, thank you for your Facebook note. And uh, I wanted to just encourage everybody to, again, check out Everyone's Crazy But Us. Um, spread the word. We are excited to do more of these, and uh, I'd love to do it in longer form because I know Christy has um, just an amazing voice and I think her comedy is awesome. So it's been such a delight. Um, So check that out. And then I also wanted uh, those of you who are in the LA area to come hang with us at the Spontanea Nation live show in December, uh, December 5th, Saturday, December 5th. Uh, at Largo, Paul F. Tompkins, Ron Funches is our special guest, and Hal Loveland, Annie Savage, and I will be improvising. I'm so excited about it. Uh, I hope that you will consider coming if you are in the area. And you know what? Even if you're not, give yourself an early Christmas present. Hop on a plane. Uh, okay, guys, that's it. I will uh, talk to you next time and enjoy this episode with the amazing Kate Walsh. Now entering Nerdist.com. Right is okay. red is right. Mm-hmm. Right is rain. Yeah, better red than dead. <laughs> nope, better dead than red. You know what? The important thing is that you can rhyme. I can. Did you notice that? I did. I enjoyed it. And do you wear a hat? <laughs> uh, I I don't know, but only when it, to, 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 I'm not fat. What? Uh, and I that even, is uh, what we call motherfucking that. Yeah. Um, God, I'm I such panicked. A strong for you. <laughs> I panicked. Like, uh, uh, I'm not fat. Uh, uh, rhyme. It's hard. It's hard. It's a hard, hard. world it out really there. Is. What tough. about those people who can freestyle? Like just straight yeah. up, because th- they say like improvising or acting or writing. Yeah. They're like, listen, it's a skill with a muscle that you work, and it becomes the sort of natural language that you can do, and it's more effortless than you could ever imagine. And yeah. I just I, that is a place where my brain just goes, no, nope. yeah. no, I don't. Like, no. and then just I plunge into a cliff of yeah. an, of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I can't even get there. I can't even pretend to be interested in it because I. <laughs> No, I would fail. Yeah, there are certain things I'm like, oh, I love being terrified and doing new things mm-hmm. and and risking abject failure. But that's not one of them. My, I would say that most of the time, those feelings that I have when I feel like I want to jump off and do something that scares me, it is very rarely associated with my chosen profession. That's what I mean. Right? Like, I, it's even, not like I'm even, like, oh, even this- to the extent. I remember when people were, like when karaoke first started. I was like, why would I want a karaoke? I don't have a good singing voice, really, and that is not fun for me. Yeah, like to go and sing other. No, it's not for it's me not- either. <laughs> it's not for me either. It's never performance based. It's never showbiz based. It's always like a physical. Yeah, jump out of a plane. Exactly. Like I but- do that. Did you? Have you? No, I haven't. I haven't either. And by the way, I probably never will. I probably will. But I do say that I might and could. You know what I'd rather do is hang glide. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't need the plummet. Yeah. But but being suspended above. Like flying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I could just instill the power of flight. 
And you wouldn't even need a hang glide. Listen, we play a little mash game at the end, and that might come into play big time. Um, I can't be sure, but I got a good, real good feeling about it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I. So those are the ones for me, and it's never. And and even further, and I can't remember if I've talked about this on the podcast before, but if I am in an audience position mm-hmm. at someone else's event, yeah. The last thing I am comfortable with is being called out <laughs> called in some on? way, like no, it, like a magician. Yeah, no, I don't. You know like what I mean? It. It's no. not like you're like, <laughs> it's okay, I do this. It's, I'm very <laughs> no, it's like this is my off I'm time. Like, I don't want to be nervous. No. Yeah, yeah. And know, I just had to give is... a speech at the wedding at the wedding that I was at in Tucson. I have to do that in February. Do, and I was like, pick a reading of your, and I was like, I don't even want to. It's so much pressure. I was shaking. Yeah, and I don't want to. Like some people, I just saw some. Uh, you know, Viola Davis. I saw her accept an award before the Emmy. Uh, she was being honored at the National Women's History Museum brunch. There is no National Women's History Museum. Let's be clear about that. They're oh, trying okay. to build one. I see. It doesn't I see. seem oh, like so something we should already have. To so they're having yeah. a brunch. They have a oh, brunch every no. year, they, and they have to, and that has to be the like annexed museum because we just don't bother tracking women in history in normal museums. So it's yeah. like we'll have a special museum just yeah. for that. Yeah. Ugh. So, but anyway, but she got this award and she gave this amazing speech, like an orator. Like, yeah. and I would just, I just don't. I'm like, oh no, not unless uh, you know, it's my job, right? And right. I have to do it. Otherwise, well, I'm like. <laughs> but I also feel like I'm not. I also feel I think I have an I feel I have an apologetic response to things like that where I don't feel like I'm supposed to give some big important speech like I feel even though yeah, that's yeah. what people like, love and respond to yeah. I feel more like you're supposed to be so surprised or you're supposed to be so like this is me personally again I'm sure I would have loved her speech yeah. but I it, I would have thought no no they just need me to just get up and kind of ah! You guys, and then just sit down, <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. it doesn't feel like I'm like, thank you, I am, I, that's what's I not do about belong you and here. your performance, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you? How did it go at the wedding? I, I mean, I think it went well, but I, I was very nervous that's in a way I mean. that I am never nervous I mean. just and doing is, improv on stage. Is, yeah, yeah. The bar is yeah. like set. You don't want it to be about you and yeah. how you do. Yeah, and here, I asked him like, how'd you do? Yeah. You know? <laughs> You yeah. want them to feel like yeah. like they're being honored and yeah. like loved and whatever or that's what they want, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think and I and I did not they wanted it to be well, here's the thing. It was a Jewish wedding. Uh-huh. Um and so the way that it was uh presented to me was, you know, there have you been to any Jewish weddings, Jan? And I said, "Yes, I have." They said, "Well, you know that part in the Jewish wedding where I think it's cool that you lied. I have been to possibly <sighs> one, <kidding>. possibly two. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why I couldn't come clean about that. Uh, I said, yeah, I have. And they said, you know that part in a Jewish wedding where um, s- s- uh, somebody for the bride, somebody for the groom just says some funny stuff? And I was like, well, oh, like the speech? Because I'm a bridesmaid. I'm not the maid of honor. And she was like, no, no, no. We're going to have the maid of honor do a normal speech and so will the best man. I'm talking about just the funny riff. Like you're not prepared. You just kind of j- j- work the crowd a little bit. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And they said, no, that's a traditional part of somebody's. And she's not Jewish, but she's converting. And he is Jewish. And so I turned to him and said, I emailed him and said, Eric, help me out here. What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? He was like, eh. No, just a little something. It was always presented so vaguely that I accepted the vagueness as an excuse not to worry about it. Even though it was not, it was a denial, not worry. It wasn't like a breezy not worry. It was like, oh, I don't have to worry. Sick to your stomach at your friend's wedding. Sick to my stomach. And you're like, this is, I am dreading, this is a wedding in February. Like, just read whatever you want. And I've gone back in my head of like, should I get, because the guy is a screenwriter and actor. I'm like, you guys just get one of his scenes and do a bit. Like, Uh just do, but then you're like, no, that's their wedding day. They might be, and then like, maybe I should read something from Finnegan's Wake, like the last Uh chapter. And then they'll just be like, what the fuck? They'll be just mad at me. And dry. They'll just be mad. Like, yeah. What is that? Why did yeah. she speak gibberish yeah. at our wedding? I don't know what to, that was like. I have a Shakespearean sonnet, my bet, one of my favorites. Tuck that but away. Terrible for I, your monologue horrible. audition and for you're high school. And you say, "Don't." Can I just come and be audience to your wedding? Can I just yeah. witness the two of you being married so I'm not pulled out of it? I almost want to say to her, "You know, take it, give it to someone else, yeah. and I'll just sit there and love you and go. That's my, it's my gal and, and her special fella." Yeah, yeah. But then, in your own way, then it's back to because I thought the same thing. But then I was like, now I'm making about me again. It's her <laughs> wedding. I, I should do whatever she wants. Me me to do but i'm just like give me a reading then and i'll read it and then you're just like yeah yeah 
well, it is anxiety totally, provoking. You I could hate just it. reach all the way into the deep recesses of the internet and just Google like nice quotes for a wedding. I or know, just, roomy. You know, you know it's like always yeah. get a roomy. Yeah, yeah. Love, love is yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love. Period. Question mark. No. Next line. Um, so, I, but I was just in Tucson. Yeah. So I got the de- I got the desert all you got it. over me. You got that stank. That is where you were. <laughs> got that desert stank. The desert, the desert creosote stank. Got that creosote. Very fresh smell. Oh, I love it. Isn't it wonderful? I love the smell of the desert after it rains. If someone could give me a perfume that really, and I'm not, really? I don't mean like Mark Jacobs rain no. where you smell it and it's like yeah. co- it's a cologne or rain but, like like China rain. No, like, none of that. I need I need that crisp. It's like. It just smells like oxygen. Yeah. Maybe a little dirt. A little bit of dirt. <laughs> That's all I need. Dirt. Were you stink. in the Old Pueblo or were you up in um, the Phoenix area? I was in the Old Pueblo. I was in Tucson I proper, uh, staying up in the foothills. The wedding was downtown. Um, in this place that I have, z- it's clearly been there a very long time. Zero memory of it. It's like a big mansion that I guess oh. they've turned into a, a space for things like weddings. Wait, wait, wait. What's it's called it? Z Mansion. It's oh. on church. Is it? Does it have a big yard? Yeah. Oh, I think and that's that where might, they do most Honestly, of their... I think that might be my friend Zach Carroll's um, family home. Really? Yeah, because he, his grandmother was in like an old Arizona family, mm-hmm. and they like settled there and built it like at the turn of the century. Yeah, it's and very then, that. It's turn like, of the 20th century. Yeah, like a it's big not, old yeah, house, it's like, right? I don't want to say a plantation house, because that's... But, it's, but it kind of is. Porch, like, yeah. yeah. Yep. No, big I'm telling you, back, I bet this is it. And they oh, used fine. to have people get married there. And yeah. a friend of mine, Ellen Glaston, who went to Catalina, she... Got married there. I was like, I can't believe you're getting married at you know yeah. Zach Carroll's grandma's God, I house. I bet you it is. And then his his father, who uh, recently passed sadly, but he was a professor at the U of A. Yeah. And his wife or his stepmom, Zach's stepmom. This doesn't matter. You don't know any of these people. Anyway, they lived there. They may still. I think she may still live there because the grandma's gone now. But that's that's so crazy. So we already have the coincidence. We're from Tucson, which yeah, no we one did. is from Tucson. Yeah, I didn't. I did. I graduated from Rincon. Yeah, I did. However, go to three years at Catalina, and those are still the people. People that I namely keep in touch gotcha. with. Why did you move uh, last you year? You know what? That sucks. I was a sociopath. Whoa, wonderful! I'm perking I'm up. Murdering, I'm perking the murders up. had started. Wonderful. No, the I had moved. This is crazy. I moved into the Rincon School District like my freshman year, but I all of my fr- I just kept going over, like busing over to Catalina because mm-hmm. that's where all my friends were, and I had gone to Doolin Junior High School, and mm-hmm. and then finally I was bored. <laughs> Of Catalina. Yeah. I was sort of cutting classes, if I admit now. Yeah. Not only admitting the illegal aspect of I was going in a, not the right school district. Right. I was uh, I was deceiving Catalina then. And then I also cut like half my classes and was managing to get straight A's still. So like, you know what? Uh-huh. This oh, is maybe it's, oh gosh, when you have to buy your own books. Mm. And who knows with this, but there's some beautiful teachers in both schools, but yeah, so then just to mix it up, my senior year, I was like, you know, I live right around the corner from Rincon. Yeah. And I was dating someone who had graduated from there, was at, you know, and then going to the Air Force Academy. And his little brother was in my class. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to go to Rincon I mean, just to mix it up. That's pretty unusual because that's the opposite of what everyone that I talked to who was sort of forced to move schools. There are some people who were like, yes, I had, I felt like I had a community of people and I didn't like the person I was or I didn't like that community or I was being bullied or whatever that right. causes that reason to, to go no, to a different just school. But- <laughs> Boredom. Boredom. Well, in a bit of a That's sociopathy. A and I had moved so much during my entire childhood that I oh, feel yeah. like then finally it was just in me. I'm like, well, time to move. I'm bored. No, I think that's a real <laughs> thing, though. Where, where were, it is. Why did you move so much we up moved, to that point? We um, uh, moved just largely a dysfunctional family. No, my parents were divorced when I was six. And then my mother married my stepfather. And he is significantly younger than her. I call her the OC, the original cougar. Uh-huh. And so he was literally in graduate school. So oh, wow. we moved to San Diego and he was getting his master's. And then he was going to get his PhD in Tucson. So we moved to Tucson. But the, between the divorce and then him, and we just moved a lot. Yeah. Like, and then... That does kind of teach you to dis- sort of disassociate yeah. your emotions and, and or your become an actor. <laughs> or become an actor. Just find a way like, to get hey, all your, yeah. your inner goo is what keeps you company and then <laughs> everybody me, else is like incidental. Yeah. Let yeah. me just in, let me take a quick assessment of what the room is and then I'll then I will yeah. work it. Well yeah. that's kind of a thing. Yeah. And so Are you an only child or do you have No, I'm the youngest of five, but I didn't Holy grow smokes. up with the rest of my siblings um, because of the 
the divorce. Mm-hmm. And then my oldest or the brother closest in age to me, and now we're very close, all of us, but the brother that's closest, he's five years older than me. He came to live with us when he was 14 or 15. I was 10. So were you like the last ditch effort to save a marriage or an accident, just a surprise? Well, I did. Yes. You know what? If I was an accident, my mom will never admit it. I'm yeah. like, cause there's five years between me. She's like, yeah. Oh no, no. I had a miscarriage too in there. I was like, all right, still, it could have been an accident. Let's right. be honest. Yeah. I think it's okay if parents say, we weren't expecting you, but we're yeah, delighted we're that we really had happy. you. It would be bad if they said we weren't expecting you, and they just left it there. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have your mom on the phone. Can we get, uh, can we? <laughs> we weren't expecting you. <laughs> and you're really Literally, happy. <laughs> I didn't even know I was pregnant. It was one of those stories we're still, where I we're gave still birth about on a roller coaster, because I didn't, I thought it was just plump. <laughs> we had just four uh, plates and four cups, and then you came along so that was really ah. disappointing no um <laughs> yeah so yeah. you so you in for all intents and purposes in terms of like being at home by you were kind of by yourself and yeah well i was i'm an only child kid. so i'm desperately oh, yeah. trying to draw some sort of parallel oh, yeah no it was so i had yeah. sort of this dual childhood at once for my very formative years being the youngest of five and the baby of a family and then an only child so when the transition from baby the family to only child because i was the only one that went with my mom the other kids stayed with my dad yeah. and they were older and you know one was already out of the house so I was, it sort of made for a very babyish only child. Like I, I did get bullied at some of the element. I was like, wait, like, Wah. I didn't know. How, I had friends of mine, like I had a friend, Claudia, no, no, Grace, Gracie Lay. And she had a little sister, Claudia. She's like, you got to learn to fight, fight my sister. I had two oh, friends my. like that in my life. That they, tried, both, they were like, I'm going to toughen my, you both up. Like our, my little sister, you can fight her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there was Gracie so Lay and then weird. Jana Hunsinger. Jana Hunsinger, who was still, I just saw her last weekend. She's now left two sons. She lives in, in, South, in North Carolina. She's like, yeah, she's offered up Stacy, her you know, youngest sister. She's like, you got to fight her. You got to toughen up. That is so really that's interesting. The, yeah, so the only child thing. So then I was like a baby only child. <laughs> Who needed to fight people to get I want to fight you. That's what I'm trying to say. Let's do it. And I want to fight Aristotle for sure. We're definitely going to throw down with Aristotle. Yeah. That's what yeah. people say, I think. Throw yeah, down. throw down. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have a lot of friends who stayed in Tucson? Yes, I do. Like the majority of your Catalina friends? Did they yeah, stay? and I was just there. for. Now, this is where I feel a tiny bit guilty, so I'm sorry, Rincon Rangers. I'm sure I'm deeply missed at the high school reunions. Rincon Rangers. <gasps> I've never been to a high school reunion. You haven't? Mm-mm. Okay, so but I went to the I Catalina. Think missed, I think I missed my proper graduation too i was like eh. yeah right i already walked during school like this yeah. was like a night thing and i just didn't go i mean <laughs> no i don't even remember yeah i just so i went to the 30th high school reunion of the kathleen yeah I in like september or october Those were, the were, end your of september friends three years there if you were and just kind of like sleepwalking known. through a senior year who cares yeah and there were my friends that like i mean i saw my mike schmieder who took me to my eighth grade dance you know like and the friends i've known since i was 11 so yeah. you're just it was it's so comforting. I was always like kind of turned up my nose at high school. Where you're like, no, I don't want to go back. That's weird. Yeah. Just keep going forward. Now I, I had a great time. I think I, I would have... The, I feel like the places that I end up seeing the people I'm interested in seeing are things like weddings, weddings where somebody yeah, exactly. has that, that's, that attachment. I the My biggest fear, honestly, of going to a reunion... By the way, it's not that I feel I'm memorable, but my school was so big and there was such a kind of – there was sort of like a disparate like this This group does this. this yeah. Does this. Unless I had like senior – like unless I had honors classes, like a, like an English honors class with the same people all four yes. years or I smoked pot with them or I was in plays <laughs> with them, yeah. I wouldn't know – 90 percent i'm afraid that i would just be blank and yeah also, because well, of what you we still do are. we meet yeah. so, so many, many people. people i know it's hard to retain i know so much gets washed away in a way that it wouldn't if i'd had the same job for 15 years yeah. with my family of work you know workmates that that's I knew. true and that is you know what I, I mean? yes absolutely information just gets churned out and replaced i think yeah or i'm so I'm glad to know excuses. that no i maybe you are and if you are I will call you on it. Thank It'll you. Be either right now or later. Or you'll probably get an email from you at an odd hour okay. calling you on it. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about that, Janet? Yeah. And you know what? I think that's BS. <sighs> no, I think that it's absolutely true. And I'm heartened to know that you feel that too because I think people think you're kind of a jerk if you don't remember. I always, most of the time, except 30 years later, <laughs> remember a face. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm really bad uh, about names because I do think we meet tons of people and you are churning an exorbitant amount of information, including yeah. lines. Well, right? I feel like I do great at names 
initially in a closed environment. And then I've created, I've set up the expectation that I will continue to remember that name, but I'm yeah. an idiot. And so, you know, yeah. two months later, if I run into, you know, the rad grip that I got along with great yeah. on a show and that we're working on something else together, I, the, my first thought is, oh, fuck. The, my secret is uh, like it's become it's going to become clear oh, very quickly that I remember in that bubble, but then that yeah. just disappears because it has to because yeah. I have to remember where I live. That's right, and I only have so much space yeah. in my brain. Yeah, and then I have to kind of do it all over again. Like, ah, you, why am I? Yeah, oh. like I'm so tiny. I'm so sorry. I have a tiny yeah. brain. It is because I, I do. That's like my brain. line, though. So don't use it. Okay, I will say I have a. Minuscule <laughs> brain. It takes too long to say. Um, what when you were in Tucson? Did you have a sense of I got to get out of here when you were in high school? Like, was that part of the sort of moving? I don't Mama remember. was a rolling Mama stone. Mama was a rolling stone. Gypsy, uh-huh. gypsy. Um, I, you know, I didn't think I went through so many different phases. I always wanted to be an actress, and I always did. I did theater always in did high you school. In, you did it at Rincon. Yeah, even I did. When you no, came no, Rincon. Like, I'm here. I, I, I'm ready for my close-up. Yeah. No, I did it at Catalina. I think at Rincon, no, I, it was too too much. And I was, I think I was doing the yearbook staff, though. I like, mm. did that. And then, you know, did, I don't know. I was doing maybe, I don't even know. I just, it's all a blur. Uh-huh. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Rinconians. I'm glad. They were really nice. Yeah. Um, even though I don't really keep in touch with any of them. Well, there's a couple. But um, I didn't, I don't recall going, I got to get out of this one horse town. I remember moving there from San Jose, California, and at that we were like Tucson, Arizona. Is there yeah. a dirt road into town? Yeah, you know. And um, I did. Yes, there are several. Yes, there are but several. Also, actually, there also are paved freeways. Yeah. So, but I loved growing up there. I'm glad I really, to hear that. Yeah. really did. I uh, had a very, uh, by and large, good experience. But I went through so many different phases. You know, I had a really like a fifteen to like nineteen. I was in a relationship with a serious, like oh, first wow. love, serious relationship. A four year. Yes. It was like a marriage. It was like a, like a mini, it was, it was like a little marriage. And so at first I thought, Oh, and he was at the air force Academy mm-hmm. and I thought, Oh, I'll just, we'll get married and I'm going to follow him. And we'll, I'll be like, and I was like, no, no, yeah. I kept trying on different things. There was something at Catalina, which I didn't know that they, I don't think they had it at Ringon called the professional internship program. I seriously Pip. doubt we had it. Pip. Pip. And we could sort of, you could pretend, you could sort of dabble basically, yeah. you know, as in your, I mean, I was consider myself a total dilettante actor. That's why I became an actor. I'm like a greatest dabbler. Yeah. And so you could sort of try on different, yeah. like I volunteered at university hospital. I'm like, don't want to be a nurse. Mm-hmm. Don't want to do that. And then I was like, guess what? I'm going to be an actor again. Yeah. And then, so it wasn't until later when I was at the U of A, I'm like, yeah, I got to get out of here. It's time to leave. Yeah. Time and to so did you end up majoring in theater? At the no, I majored. I tried to do something practical, mm-hmm. which was my mom's like, get a degree in computers. I'm like, <laughs> What is that? Yeah. Because only my brother had gone to college before me. So yeah. I, but then I ended up switching my major several times and settled on general studies like art history, English, and Italian, and then dropped out. Yeah. I did the greatest part was being in like 400 level English classes because that was, that was, that was like my brother went there before me and that was what I really enjoyed doing. Yeah. Reading books I and know. writing essays. I do like it. I still like talking about, I'll really get down dirty on talking about like, a, although I have super behind on just being an avid reader, but I'll still talk, you know what? I'll still talk about the books I read in high school. Yeah. Like someone wants to shake down <laughs> on me about Catcher in the Rye. I'll still be like, there's another book I think is actually, Catcher in the Rye is overrated. There's another book. Like somehow that all gelled, even if I can't remember the grip's name, or where I live. Yeah. Because those, I guess that time in your life is, it's like weirdly sticky in your brain, even though you are going through all these changes and trying on these different pieces of yourself and stuff. And teachers, there are some seminal teachers that are like, oh yeah, that will like forever made an impression on me. Absolutely. Me too. Yeah. So the U of A, I then left because I did not enjoy their theater department. I was like, Nope, I turned my nose up at you. Yeah, there was this little weird theater company downtown on Congress Street, which is no longer in existence, called AKA Theater. Mm-hmm. And this woman came from Northwestern uh, in uh, Evanston and started this theater company. And she was amazing, Magnolian, oh, cool. and she had this great little black box theater that did great stuff. Yeah, and so I started working with them, and then I was waitressing at that time next door. There was a Bentley's downtown then. Oh, sure, I know that Bentley's mm-hmm. and then, those mocha shakes. Oh, God. 
All of it. Were you one? Were you on the one like on university it, before it moved no, on to whatever? There was okay. There's university one. Then they moved it back. I think to Speedway or something. Yeah, the one that's on Speedway always confuses me. Still, yeah, like, you're like, it, I'm like not, that's not, you're not the one that I knew was the one that was in that shopping center. Yeah, that, sort that of went back to like very, exactly. Yes. Yep. Then they had a second store on oh. um, that was like a, a whole cafe and counter service, and that was downtown on oh, Congress cool. Street, right next door. So I waitress. Oh, I, do, I know exactly where it was. Like by club, uh, like by hotel club, Congress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was like there. Mm-hmm. And that was a really kind of special time for me in Tucson. Like yeah. that was like, and then I, Wages and I like went and did the Midwestern Theater Conference in Webster College and did like summer stock. But then I moved to Chicago to do theater and then train more and got my equity card and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah. well, I, I'm, I'm interested in the, uh, this is my same experience with colleges. And I don't know, again, it's like, so it's very, now I'm going to drop a Vonnegut. Um, you know, Kurt Vonnegut has like this these terms that he wrote. I think it's in Cat's Cradle where he says – he calls it like wampeters and grand falloons. The point being that there are these things that connect you to people that um, really are meaningless. But we are so – we're such a social people and we're yeah. such a fearful people that, um, you know, if you're on a plane going down and like someone else happens to be from Ohio, if you have nothing else in common, you'll be like, my brother. Like, yes. I love you. We're yeah. both from Ohio. Yes. Um, and so I think that where, where I where I sort of am like uh, tiptoeing with my idea of drawing all these parallels with you is that I could – you could be from Michigan and have never set foot in Tucson and I could still be like, I see a lot of similarities between us. I really appreciate that, <laughs> this, this and this. But because we were from the same place, the temptation is to be like, I wonder if being from – like being in Tucson sort of creates this practical – pragmatism where you're not like oh i'm gonna major in theater then i'll you know i'll go to northwestern i'll take out a lot of student loans right right. i will eventually pay that back because i'll be on gray's anatomy like you know what i'm saying (laughs) or if there is this sort of like i don't know listen i'm uh, i'm an okay kid uh i like doing theater but that doesn't seem practical because that's what i i I was like oh i like this yeah this feels like important but also something that's too uncomfortable to imagine depending on yeah and, yeah and then really having to come around to the idea that like no actually this, this is, is what, what i want to do, do. Yeah. yeah that was definitely my experience we were i grew up in a working class like slash middle class but really like i worked since i was 14 because arizona is a right to work state yeah. i could i could work yep. at burger king nice. and dairy queen I work at Dairy Queen's. My friend's family owned it, the Unsingers in Tucson on like Fort Lowell and Campbell. Oh, sure. Anyways, I know that Dairy yeah, Queen. Yeah. Uh huh. It was, I took a pay cut. I'm not going to mm. lie to you. I went from Burger King, which was minimum wage, <laughs> which was three thirty five uh-huh. an hour. And yeah. then I went, or I don't, or maybe it was even less. I don't think it was even three thirty five. I think we were bucking for three thirty five. It may yeah. have been Tucson. And then I went down to like two seventy five an hour. I was like, you know what? It's worth it. Yeah. A. All the ice cream I could eat. I, B, know, I get to work DQ with my friend. I had to choose. Uh-huh. There's a lot less. You hot know what? Grease. Ice cream or chicken sandwiches. Yeah, ice cream or chicken sandwiches. Listen, we'll so, say right now. We all know Dairy Queen is a sexier job. Oh my god, much, much sexier. sexier. <laughs> I mean, those crowns are hot, but are they as hot as like they as hot the way as that it looks rid- when that swirl? Yeah, that down swirl. Or, I could just. Oh my sure. god, we just. I just ate my way through that. And, I don't blame um, you for a second. And there was her father, Lyle Hunsinger had security cameras in there which was new for mm-hmm. you know this was like 1983 82 mm-hmm. and um <laughs> so we would just do bits my his daughter and my friend <laughs> we just walk in circles perpetually around the store and just so when he was going through the security footage yeah. for a while he would just see us circling <laughs> like weird androids performing but- Performing. Performing. Yeah. Were uh-huh. you, what, when you say that you went through different phases, I, I am also wondering if that had to do with style or music, like, you know, sort of external stuff that you were interested in, how you were presenting yourself to the world. Did you oh, have, yeah. what did you, what were you dressing like okay, in, the, so in the high when school I, years? When I moved from California to, because I grew up in Northern California, which was very different than LA. It's like a different state. And so we were of the clan of, this was like, you know, late 70s, early 80s. So it was like, OP shirts mm-hmm. and shorts, Birkenstocks, cutoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, that was sort of my my jam, you mm-hmm. know. And then Tucson was actually more conservative. Mm-hmm. It was like more. The kids were like polo shirts, mm-hmm. you know, like polo. Was I was like, oh, oh, this is mm-hmm. different. It was a little more conservative. Bermuda shorts, a little more like. And then the eighties, like we started getting into like the pink and gray and contempo casuals and mm-hmm. all that oh, kind of rockabilly. For sure, yeah. So I went, um, I was always kind of like a sportier dresser, but then I, 
but not sporty. Let's be clear. Uh-huh. I did, although I did not. I couldn't. I ran like an emphysemic. Like you're like people were like, you got to be in track. You got to run. I was like, I can't make it fifty yards. I'm winded. Yeah. And <laughs> wait, why were people? Why did someone decide that that was a job for you? Well, in PE, yeah, and they're like, run. I'm like, I didn't it hurts take PE because I could take dance. <laughs> oh, you, you did. Gotta yeah, take dance. Yeah. Well. And let's be clear, in dance, there was I was so nervous in my body. I yeah. was just like I took That's jazz dance true. with my friend Annie Armstrong and it was when Michael Jackson's thriller had come out. So we were just like yeah. But when I tried out for song leading in high school, let me be clear, Janet, I did spray paint my entire body gold. <gasps> and I wonderful. And I wore a gold leotard with gold tights. So it was wow. really just the arm No, I didn't did the legs get spray painted? Yeah. And it was to um Gosh, golden earring, Twilight Zone. Okay, my tryout song. Okay, my album's living and do this. <laughs> and I got so nervous, and I did have a perm at the time. Oh my! So What's I got song leading. Song leading was like the musical cheerleaders, basically. They oh, they were the dance. They're like the equivalent right. of now the Laker like girls dance team or whatever. yeah yeah yeah. Okay, song they called them song it. leaders at Catalina, and um, they were just. I'm sure they had a good laugh about I my uh, my um, tryout. I you, I got you, so nervous. Did I did the same thing that work. Same move over. <laughs> just spray painted gold. I did committed. anyone else do something that extreme? <laughs> no, I've never heard of such a thing. Just... Unless you're in San Francisco, like frozen, waiting for someone <laughs> to acknowledge how frozen you are. By putting a dollar near you, I was like, you. "Ooh, it's sparkly! It's gold! Yeah. I'm gonna wear! I'm gonna take a golden earring, That's Twilight Zone! Wonderful! I'm gonna to be me. like a... I don't know what! I, and then I freaked out. I just was like, this move <laughs> over, over! I was like, fuck! I don't know what I'm doing! Oh my gosh! And then until it ended, <laughs> mercifully, and yeah, and so you didn't I, get in. Dance was not. I just never felt really quite that. But I was strong, so I threw shot put and I lettered gotcha. it in. Oh, God, yeah. Shot put? Did we have shot put? Was that even an option? Yeah, you did, because I think I threw it at Rincon too. Wow. Yeah. There was so- this is what I'm talking about. The <laughs> worlds going on around me that I my my world is yeah. so small. What was your world? Because then after that I went into a theater world, which was yeah. a lot more black clothing. You well, know, then the vintage stuff, yeah. like vintage dresses with Fourth cowboy Avenue. boots. Fourth Avenue. See, that's where yeah. I went in high school mm-hmm. for sure yeah but i these guys know i i, I worked myself real quick into a goth phase so oh, i had because sweet. there Did was you a, hair black? a hip i had blue and orange oh, yes. but i was i never went black because my one of my best friends always had brown hair that she dyed black i felt that was her thing yeah you're there like, was I'm a real gonna, time of you, you claim that yeah. i will claim this um a lot of and then it kind of moved out of goth towards the end and more into more sort of hippie long skirts like nice. t- like concert t-shirts but you cut the collar out mm-hmm. so it's sort yes, of you did. falling off your shoulder how about the stir- did you see because i'm older than you so i had like stirrup pants i went through that phase too you i had stirrup pants. that's a little that was before high school for me but it was the desperation to look like the high school kids so i definitely let's had just say stirrup you, the stirrup pants you're just begging you're basically courting a camel toe yeah. it's just horrible oh, they're yeah. high-waisted or they fall down yeah that's you what have i was the gonna say flat white lady ass long legs where it's just pants yeah you know, i gotta get upper stirrups yeah. too i gotta get them suspenders <laughs> and then you've got to. i think they do call those upper stirrups, <laughs> upper stirrups. <laughs> <laughs> then you're like in a full-on gimps costume yeah. like keep it keep the thing on you're like oh no, is there anything bad. that you feel like has come back that you go, that you say i'm really glad that's back versus i can't believe we're doing this again because I feel like, I'll tell you what, okay, I feel like I'm excited that pads, I like neon not, colors, kind of. The neon so, I, so I see oh, someone yes. wearing a real bright, sassy pink. Yeah. I do kind of think, good, I just saw my neighbor good. in Encino wearing like yeah. a like neon. a neon yellow, like like a, it was just like a like tennis top or something. I was yeah. like, oh, I see you. Yeah. I don't it's know your name, safe. Eamon, but it's I see very it. like washing the dishes and like, clothing. I see you. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because most of the time, I feel like that what we all talk about is, you know, that I can't believe we all wore this. Why didn't we realize it was flattering to no one? Oh, my God. The and stir then pants some the stuff worst. comes back and I think like, well, you know, I could have... you didn't like the shoulder pads? In a did weird not. way, I kind of would welcome. I have. I feel like I have very small shoulders and a small head. Too. So maybe I need a little puff in my... I wore a dress the other night to a thing that was for Operation Smile, and I felt like I looked like Alexis Carrington. <laughs> I, I was like, or Joan, Call- I was like, whichever the evil one, the darker one. I was like, I look a little like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm going to sell you real estate and I'm going to kill you. I don't know. It was like, it was really, but apparently that was just in my head. But I'm sure it was. It was what a fun story you were telling yourself. What a wonderful yes. character you turned into that night. Don't ever trust me. <laughs> don't trust Certainly me. Certainly not with your husband. It's wonderful. Um, and then what kind of music were you into? Oh, okay. High school. And was that even important? Because yeah. it was important to me. Some people are it like, I didn't care to me. about music. Okay, here's the thing. This is a tragic story for me musically because the first concert ever that I was supposed to go to was Devo. And I had like 10th row cool. center. That's super cool, really right? Really cool. That's a got good it thing bad. I got a big cold. Like not just mm. a cold, like bronchitis or something. And my yeah. mom's like, you are not going to a concert. So then, then my first concert was uh, Foreigner Jukebox Hero. <laughs> Wah, little wah. different, little di- but they did blow up like an inflatable jukebox huh? on the stage. <laughs> a lot. That was something. That is, if that's what you're talking about, instead of the music. Oh, I mean, that's I loved the Cure too. I yeah. loved. I mean, everything that was the C, the Cure, the Church, the mm-hmm. Cult. Yep. And then like, how do you name some? Oh my good gosh! Ones and then I also loved you too. Mm-hmm. I loved. Um, um, you know, Morrissey. I was yeah. like, yeah, you sad bastards. I love all of you. <laughs> yeah. Bring me down, so bring buddy. Bring me down. Bring me all the and way then down. I loved dumb Jay Giles band. I mean, we grew up, I because I, again, I'm going to keep saying how much older I am than you, but, <laughs> but we. It's great for me. I it guess. is. You're so young. You're tiny. Oh, boy. You're almost nascent. Are, wait, I'm tiny. Are you saying my shoulders are tiny? Let's are you saying my head's too small? Pads. Um, but I, I, it was kind of dazed and confused, my mm-hmm. experience at Cat. Like, would you say that a little bit even at Rincon? Yeah. There's still the clan, the click clicks. Yeah. And I don't know if because I was a dilettante. So like I was, especially at Catalina, I was on the newspaper staff, the yearbook staff, and then I was in cho- chorus and then drama and See, student council. See, everything to me, everything that wasn't theater, which isn't to say that if there had been like an, a special after school program aside from the theater, whatever I was doing in sixth period or what have you, that I would have signed up for that. I was so not in any i somehow somehow graduated second in my class by no Ding effort dog. of my own congrats but it might be the, but i had some great teachers yeah. but the stuff that i wasn't great at i i just sort of like somehow it worked did out did you have who did i wonder did you take geometry at rincon mm-hmm. did you have mrs stinson by any chance was no, she still there no i had miss cotwicka cotwicka <laughs> miss cotwicka that's right, isn't That's it? That's a strange name. I God, don't know. Now I'm worried that I'm, I'm only saying that up. because I at Catalina they put geometry and trig into one year, like right, the entire Mr. book. Kotwicka. God oh. damn it! Shoot. I've lost it. I've but Miss Stinson was important because she showed me the way to geometry. Yeah, yeah. I, I was not good it. at math. Mr. Kotwicka. Yeah. Okay. I can't remember the name of the woman that I that taught geometry, but boy, those were so your father. Those were was your dad your those. teacher ever? My dad was my teacher. How you didn't have him, right? That? Did we talk I did about not this? Have yeah. Mr. Roddy. Who was the other guy? Not Carlton. It was the other Coleman. Me. Coleman. Oh, yeah. Coleman? Mr. Cool. No, no, no. Uh, Coolman. Coolman. I think Bob Coolman. Yeah, I think it was K U H. Yep, yep, yep. He was great. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't there when I was there, but he he's like a family. He's a family friend. I say that like we live on a plantation. He's a family friend. Mr. Cotwicka, tiny little. Yes. Mr. Cotwicka comes for tea. Yeah. Calls every Saturday. I don't know what that was. That's how we talk in Arizona. We had to work very hard to get rid of those accents. We had very strong. Oddly, like a same. It's like Savannah. Savannah, Georgia, <laughs> and Tucson, exact same. Yeah, accent. a lot of people think I'm from Savannah. <laughs> I'm from Tucson, and we dressed in antebellum clothing. We just did. We just did it. That but was people, another choice. Was people, like listening to the cult. Sure, <laughs> a big and we skirt. kept slaves. Anyway, moving on. Whatever. Um, no, but I do feel like people expect an accent that I always say I don't know. Everyone I know from Tucson all sounds kind of just like the nightly news. Like yeah. nobody. There's it's no a pretty accent, square right? kind of. Like yeah. I just there isn't anything. There's no accent to Tucson. I that I know of. It's devoid of accent. Devoid of accent. And so this boy that you had a relationship with for so long. Yeah. How did you meet him? Well, he was, in the he Air was Force my Academy. friend's cousin. So he he was like two years ahead of us in high school. He went to Rincon. We went to Catalina. And my friend Jan Hunsinger. I wish I were podcasting. She Jen taught Hunsinger. me to fight. She's the one with you the stories. What? You should. Dairy she, Queen. Dairy Queen. And uh, she was the conduit for a huge part of my social life yeah. uh, and work life. But clearly. if you were like, after all this, you're like, and I'm not speaking to her anymore. No, no. <laughs> Here's the weird part is I literally just saw other. her last weekend. Well, 
I mean, I just was visiting her, and she now I thought she was the person I thought would never leave Tucson. And she's in North Carolina, and she now. moved there with her husband. Yeah, and they they have a bar in a college town, and like That's you know, cool. it's pretty cool. I've never been to North Car- Carolina, but that is one of those places that people are like, "Oh, you'll love it." Yeah, well, You're this I say it. Asheville, it's mm-hmm. sort of like the Portland of the mm-hmm. of, of the, the East yep. Southeast. So it was pretty cool. It yeah. was really great. Yeah, I want to go. Now yeah. I have a real reason to. No, you really do. I gotta find out if Jana. this person's real. Anyway, she set me up with David Salins, her cousin, and, and then we went out. We just fell deeply in love, like a first love. God. Like there's nothing like first. Do you remember first love? Your first well, love? Well, I do. You're still married. I'm, I'm waiting it's been for it. I know he's coming. Married. I know he's no. coming. I know he's coming. I know he's out there. That's why you know, I started this podcast. Gotta, I gotta find gotta him. I gotta find him. You got a secret. I'm so happy and grateful that I have hard. The first love of my life. Oh my God, I'm so happy. Here I am together at last, <laughs> cruising down Speedway past the Bashful Bandit, not going in there. That's a biker bar. Um, oh my God, I yes. Don't, I have like a boyfriend that I've since podcasted because he lives here and is in the business. Um, but he, but that was like very early on, like sixth grade. I yeah. really loved him. But by high school, I was definitely one of those people who just didn't know, like I couldn't imagine something lasting that long. Everything yeah, sort of burnt out, I think burnt fast and bright, and that then might was be over, healthy, and then you're though. uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't know. I think, that's, I think that's kind of healthy in yeah. a way. I think that... I had like a first marriage, if you will, because I had no father figure. Uh-huh, sure. Had <laughs> to fill that, home. fill that gap. Oh, that empty hole. Yeah. Oh, so boy. I was like, I think that that's why I had a mini marriage mm-hmm. from 15 to almost 20. I, I know guess, this is yeah. very personal, so you can tell me to go fuck yeah, myself. I am but, still a virgin. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. thank I you know. for me not having to yeah. ask it. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah. I feel uh, good about it. Well, I, I do want to know <laughs> if you... If you if your relationship took the course that a longer term relationship as uh, you mean, whatever get, did other it get age, boring? If there, yeah, if there was this sort of like, yeah, we just always do this thing. Yeah, and like I'm not really attracted and in yes. the same way anymore. And like it's if it was the first clue of like of how radically immature that I I was until a year ago. No, I mean <laughs> like like I, <laughs> but projections, yeah. romanticize all these things. You're like, yeah. oh, this is kind of boring i mean yeah. i think half the reason why we lasted as long as we did is that a year and a half of that he was it was long distance well, it's like a lot of tension there you're like yeah. oh, a lot of projections and sure wondering and hey are you listening to this song too a lot of uh pints of ice cream eating alone it was yeah. great listening dairy to queen. you know sure, yeah. now i know a little bit yeah. more about why uh-huh. you worked at dairy queen uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> i also worked at the movie theater the elcon mall i oh, sure. worked at yeah i just love that loved amc it. yeah i remember seeing dead poet society there oh. and just not being able to leave the theater and the like, show Showcase theater. Out. Remember the showcase? Now it is the loft on oh, yeah, Speedway. Yeah, that's where they I show, worked like, there cool too. Hit movies. Oh yeah, that was a that was a cool. I job. saw Amadeus there. I was like, I saw like, Amadeus there for sure. Oh yeah, I mean, you were probably like you know five. I was like, hey, <laughs> you were an adult. I was deeply into Mozart. <laughs> Where's your mom? I was wildly into Mozart and Tom Holtz. Those were my two passions. I didn't like F. Murray Abraham, so it's a good thing he was a villain in the movie. I'm so glad he's a villain on, kind of a villain on Homeland too. but yes. That's true. Yeah. He's an intimidating guy. I know. I mean, I don't know him personally. I'm sure he's warm and wonderful. I'm sure he is. I gotta get him. I gotta get him. I gotta find him, Jana. I gotta talk to your mom. F. Murray Abrams just in a room with puppies always. Yeah, that's that's what he saves puppies. (laughs) There's a lot of puppies that need to be saved out there. It's not funny. It isn't funny, Janet. This one's for the puppies. Yeah, I don't know what this one's for the puppies. I don't know. Here's what I want to do. I want to make sure I uh, keep this to a tight hour. Yeah. Um, So let's. Yeah. So I want to get into this mash game because I feel like I can. uh, We got to talk about everybody's crazy, but us too. We definitely do. talk about that right now let's do it it's uh, so good that it, it came out we're recording this on a monday uh it has come out today um i'm so proud Shoot, of Christy. i wish i could have gotten this done before then but we can talk about okay. it we can still directly we all go watch long. it absolutely yeah. i'm gonna yeah. put this out on thursday so okay good no problem at all Ding dong. uh this it this is one of those uh it's on funny or die right now it's a web series um, I wouldn't be surprised if it turned into television. I'm secreting on it right now. I am secreting on I'm it. I'm also that doing my Kegel love. exercises right Do now. Do Kegel and start with the rump. Just going to tell you. Yeah, I just heard that from um, Here's my, a problem. my GP. This Dr. is the Jill first Rothman. I'm hearing about the rump. Yeah, I had never heard it either. And I went huh. to my GP for uh, physical. She's like, yeah, so just start. Start with the rump and then work your way up. And then the zipper. And, work, and, and by the way, stop. work your way up. up. There's only two. <laughs> How many steps <laughs> are the there in this process? I guess to the front. What was really funny is she wouldn't as a medical doctor say the word taint 
She's okay. like, you know, start with your rump and then get to, you know, the like. I'm like, there is also, a bridge. I think I don't know what the medical term I is. Do. But neither so why do didn't she? What is the it? medical? I think term? it's your perineum. 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 Isn't that, <laughs> that it? Might be it. Because that's she what you sometimes you have to get that. I was cut like, when you mean your tank? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Tucson. All I know, all I know is about tank. She wouldn't say it. Let's get back she to everybody's kegels. <laughs> Chrissy will appreciate we any we had a kegel digression about anything Anal involving kegel. What? Anal kegel. Uh, so the show was going to be called Anal Kegel, but instead, which rhymes with bagel, as long as we're going back. An anal kegel bagel. I have an anal kegel bagel, please, um. and then a small vanilla cone dipped in chocolate. Yes. Why that are you running around in circles in front of that camera instead of uh, <laughs> serving me my soft serve? No. Um, so how do you know Christy? I actually don't know how you guys know each other. We, uh, I met her through Gary, Gary S. Yeah. Mann, her yeah. husband. Good. That's a good man. No, Gary Mann, character of Gary, not a coincidence no. that he has the same name. You guys were so funny, you and Dietrich. Oh my God, it's you're so, so good. funny. And it, I'm so, I, I want to do more. I know, like, I do come too. On. It's yeah. really funny. Yeah, it's really funny, people. You're going to enjoy it, I guarantee. And they're little bite-sized segments. Yeah. They're just delicious. It's little nibbles of comedy joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a, that's, it's always nice to see someone, I mean, seeing her process of, this is the thing I want to do. Why would I, why do I need to try to get someone else to give me permission to do it? Yes. I mean, that's like, a that's a big picture thing for all of us to be inspired by whether or not it has to do with your creativity or what or right. show, being in show business or being somewhere across the world where you're not doing this for a yeah. living just having just being able to kind of shift your perspective which gets really hard when you get kind of myopic about oh like this is this is how this how has to done. work yeah 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 you know if yeah. you've been in the in the machine for a long time it feels yeah. like oh this these are the steps i have to take and so it was really exciting to be a part of seeing someone that you respect and think is so funny and brilliant um, having that kind of epiphany of like, wait a minute, I know how to do this. I could just do this. Why right. don't we just do this? Yeah. And yeah. then she did. And then she did. Everyone's I, crazy but us. Everyone's crazy but us. I think there are more and more people. Do I think that is one of the beauties of the, the beautiful things about the worldwide internet. I do think that you know, we can show them digitally. We can show these things, but it's kind of awesome. Yeah, you know, and giving people access, and I mean, every it's it's just really cool. Even though there's a surplus, and that brings out the fear of me. I'm That's, like, hey, yeah. this pie's getting defined a lot of ways. I know. <laughs> Am I going to have to tour? Like, That's back? the only way to make money. Is that the only way I'm going to make money? It's the only, the only tour? way. You're going to have to set up some sort. There's going to be a Grey's Anatomy musical. There's yeah. going to be a private practice musical. Musical. In Vegas. Mm-hmm. Or just live readings of or the script. Or just live readings just of the script. Yeah. That's yeah. what people want to see. That's what people really want to see. Live readings mm. of the script. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Do you yeah. have a desire to do live theater? Like, do you feel I do. that call? Well, I used to. I and just I, grossed I myself just out did. so much by saying, "Do you feel that call?" By the, the way, call, so thank you, you for that. Not. Call. Are you called? Is that your call? I am called to the line of duty of <laughs> my, being a theater actor. <laughs> yes, by my lord and savior. I, mean, I talk regularly at the Ghost of Shakespeare, oh, and God. it's really powerful, Janet. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I know. listen mostly because you know. He's it's got Shakespeare. a lot to say. He's got a lot to say. But I am. I did a play in New York like five years ago at Atlantic, and I had such a great time. And I want to do more. I really do. I You're feel such, like... You have such a natural, fun, <laughs> engaging presence. Mm. Oh, I just you. feel... Thank you. ...that it's really getting lost behind I the do. camera. It is getting lost all it's the time. I look in the mirror, and I'm like, you're getting lost. <laughs> Your talent. Um, yeah, so I would like to go do a play. Um, but you have to be a little bit independently wealthy to go do a play. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do worry about the. I don't think I've ever done anything to the degree like Neil Patrick Harris was obviously just Hedvig and yeah. The the idea that when like if I thought about him every day, which would be very creepy, but if I chosen to, the chances that he would be doing something associated with that show, if not doing that exact show night after night, was daunting to me. Yeah, like, that is a different kind of fearful oh, challenge yeah, that I'm clearly not going to rise to because I'll be hang gliding because I won't face yeah. my fears as a performer. I did because I had this play that I did was a new piece. and It was a two person play and it was great. But it was it opened with a five page monologue mm-hmm. with me, just me on stage. I was like, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then I and then I took a magical hike with my dog in Griffith Park. And Bill Shakespeare came to me and said, oh, yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. Nay, you and, must. <laughs> nay, you must went sure so i did 
How long did you do it? How many weeks? <laughs> we did it for like six weeks. God, it was great. Damn, that's so impressive. It was great. It did, but so it, it was totally fulfilling and, and incredible and awesome. And then you're like, and I want to do another one, but it is like, and yeah, you just want to pick the right, right thing. And yeah, yeah take that journey. Especially get journey. on that journey. I'm going to yeah. start by taking a hike in Griffith Park with my dog. That seems to be the secret. That's and where I you do it. Enjoy doing that Conjure anyway. Up. All right, listen. Yeah. Ch- everybody check out Everybody's Crazy But Us. I'm going to get into this MASH game. My first How one. How did they find it? Honestly. Be, I, it's for sure on Funny or Die. 100% sure. Okay. Good. On Funny or Die. It's on the front page. Oh, good. Um, I think it moves from there, but um, I, I would certainly say follow uh, but it's on, at Christy it's Stratton Man on, on, yeah. on Twitter. Everyone's crazy, but everybody, everyone's crazy, but us, I think, is a tw- is, may ha- maybe has a Twitter handle. Certainly okay. it's a hashtag. Okay. You can follow me. You and I are pretty good about retweeting stuff that That's Christy tweets. That's true. Tweets. Mm-hmm. I can't Don't say treats. the words. I can do it. You know what the show is? Is a treat. It is a treat. It's, it's more a treat damn, than a tweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I rhymed. We did it again. Three things that uh, you can do. Th- you know, this is this mash game like Mansion, okay. Apartment, Shack, House. Did you ever do that when no, you were a young person? No, what is it? What is Mansion, it? Apartment, Shack, House. Then I'll ask you for three things, three things in different categories. Then I'll do like a tell me when to stop. I'll do like a spiral. And then I'll say, and then I'll do a process of elimination. And I'll say, okay. Because in the old days, in the 80s, which is I think when this was invented, yeah, yeah. you would be like, Okay, you married Josh, you have a Corvette, and uh-huh. you have three kids, and you live in Palm Springs. It will be like that. Okay, but this good. is tailored to you based on things that we talked about. Okay, so the I'm first one excited. is, uh, in terms of t- talking about those kind of physical fears, uh, let's do three things that not only do you do them, uh, you're fearless about them, and they're just like the biggest adrenaline rush in the world. Three things that you have not yet done or have done but oh. are afraid of doing again. Oh, could be jumping out of a plane as one example. Okay, I'm going to say, um, let's say skydiving. Great. Um, I'm going to say, uh, but but oh, that I'm still afraid of, that I'm afraid of, or that I do that still terrifies me all the time. That's every fine. time I do it, absolutely. Well, we could do as long as you're terrified. I don't yeah. want you to be comfortable. I think it should be well, definitely improv. Great. And then, um, oh, singing in public. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. I still want to just. I still want to conquer that one. We're going to get like, it. I'm going to. How do you feel about gold body paint? <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. I know right. a guy. Okay. Next category is three. Uh, let's do three bands that um, you're either you know you're sort of buddies with. You can hang out with backstage. Uh, they can be you know, living or dead, existing or no longer existing, um, and maybe even they wrote one of their songs about you. <sighs> God, so many people have written songs about me. It's, it's, <laughs> it's really, really I've been hard. so lucky. You've been very blessed. No, but like three that I'd want to hang out with? Yeah. Okay. Well, or I, I have. I did get, get to meet Bono. I'm just going to put it out there. So it's you could say, great. you could say, I guess you, but who I'd want to meet? Oh, um, okay. I'd really like to meet Jimmy Page. Right. Um, put him right down here. Jimmy Page. And then um, I, I would have liked to uh, meet Edith Piaf. Great. Say that. Oh, that's great. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, and I'm going to say, I'm going to go out, I'm going to say Janis Joplin. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Janis J. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's because only that's what I had room for. Yeah. Now, I understand. Give me three places uh, in this world of ours uh, that would be fun to have a vacation home if you didn't have to calculate in the travel. It was like you could just instantly sort of be in this vacation place. Oh. And your um, vacation for you could be the bustling uh, streets of Shanghai. I'm not saying it has to you be. You know me so well. I'd have a little fish market. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a small prostitution <laughs> in Bangkok that so I just quaint. don't get to get to. It's enough. so quaint. I don't get to oh, get to that. What enough. a pleasure. Um, I would say, uh, okay, uh, powder white sand turquoise water, A yep. number one. So I'm going to say St. Bart's. Great. It would be... Um, I would say Paris, France, mm-hmm. as opposed to Paris, Texas. Good mm-hmm. town, but different. different. True, very beautiful. And then uh, I would also say someplace that I've never been, but I think I want to go. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I don't know if I don't want to have a vacation house there, but I'm going to say St. Petersburg. Okay, great. No, you might get a vacation. <laughs> I have house a small pied de terre. That's the. Uh, <laughs> well, I I'm not a, in the gulag. I, have I a love my apartment book in St. Printing. <laughs> shop at St. Petersburg. I don't know why I came up with that, but there you go. I like it. 
uh, a perennial favorite of mine, <laughs> not a perennium favorite of mine, <laughs> a perennial favorite is uh, three food or drink. It uh, could be as specific as like this one chocolate chip cookie you had once uh-huh. or something as giant as margaritas um, that you can have. Not only are they not bad for you, but it's actually almost like taking a vitamin. Oh, three well, things. I'm going to go back in time little, 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 mm-hmm. to Steve's ice cream that used to be off campus of the University of Arizona in Tucson. And that was the first, they had smashings like the Yeah, mash-ins. it was. Yeah. It absolutely was. It was the was. first place. And I would get Oreo cookie ice cream with oh, Reese's peanut butter, yeah. butter cup smashing and a big oh, Diet Coke. Yes. Because <laughs> you're watching your figure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Perfect. So I'd go back okay. in time and have that Steve's for sure. ice cream. Great. Mm-hmm. And then I would have, I was once in Austria and had the, I had like a six course meal. It was the only six course meal I'd ever had at mm-hmm. that age. I was 22. I was like, this is a fancy. Yeah. Yeah. And I threw up between every course. <laughs> So that was cool. Austrian six course. Uh huh. That sounds like Austrian a weird, six course like, bulimia experience. Sure. Um, what a ride. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> I don't think I'm playing this game. Right. No. I wouldn't want to go All back. All the better. All the Come better. On. All the better. All the better. Okay. Playing with fire a little bit. I like I it. I like it. Ow. <laughs> uh, I'm living on the edge. I have nothing to. I'm <laughs> This is it. At this podcast, the end of the world is for me. Okay, okay. it's for me. It's for so, me. And then I would say, um, gosh, there was, a, I mean, I would say Shabu Shabu. Um, yeah, yep. Once in a, as a summer in Japan, I yeah had That's Shabu great. Shabu. It's good. It's great. great. Yeah, yeah. That's a great okay. one. Okay, next one is three uh, p- gentlemen, uh-huh. uh, living or dead. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't want you to walk A lot of dead guys. Dead. <laughs> A lot of dead men. In I this was world. not attracted to Jimmy Stewart until he was a corpse, and then I couldn't stop thinking about him. Kate, don't tell me that. No, uh, but three people could be that. Could be like you know this era uh, Sting. Could be this era so and so. Okay, I'm going to say um, this. My three. first like that I had just like attracted to. A sure, crush. yeah, because these my, are going to be your alternate oh, universe sexy say, times sexy or husband. Sexy time. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. I'm risking a lot by telling you this, but I in there is this my favorite all time western is Once Upon a Time in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, Sergio Leone. Is yeah. it Sergio Leone? I think or is that so. a guy who sings uh, Italian pop? I think it's Sergio pop? Leone. I think it's Sergio Leone. It's, it's definitely, that's definitely a filmmaker. <laughs> I promise. I think it's Sergio Leone. Yeah. Anyway, there was, uh, it was the only, ba- I saw it when I was really, really, really little first, mm-hmm. and he it was Henry Fonda, yeah. and I had a crush on him, because it was, it was the only bad guy role he ever played, and for my entire life, until I got like the Chinese flu when I was like 22, and I was like watching that in a loop on a TV set, yeah. I thought I had a crush on Peter Fonda my whole life, but it was actually Henry Fonda. Okay. <gasps> Also, the bad Sorry, guy. Peter. I was like, what's up? How come I like you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's that guy. And then I'm going to say, I keep going to like old. Yeah, I am going I think to it's like great. dead movie stars. Um, but I really. No, let's go to a classic. Let's okay, go to um, Sean Cassidy. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That was like I had. Well, actually, it was like in mutually, but in different ways. He and Parker Stevens and the Hardy Boys. I had both their posters. Oh, sure. Like, you guys sure. Seem really cool. Well, they also were very good at solving mysteries. They were. And so, so casual. I've They were like, it was effortless. Yeah. Like tossing just, around a pigskin. Yeah. I've yeah. never called it a pigskin in my <laughs> life. <laughs> it sounded real normal. It did. I feel it rolled off my tongue. <laughs> it did. Maybe it's because of the holidays. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Has, has Autumn seeped into your boy? Like, let's toss around let's a pigskin. Let's go some. Let's do some leaf peeping. Yeah, and toss around the pigskin. You know what? Autumn's let's, here. Let's let's put let's let's put cold Kurt Vonnegut. Let's bring that back. Let's put him in the mix. You I know think why? That's he talked about. I don't remember I remember the the specific like made up words. He but I remember he was the first author that talked about past, present, and future converging mm-hmm. at yes. once. I was like, yeah, that's called my ner- neuroses yes. and my anxiety attacks. Yes, and even to this day, when I'm like, when I have a rabbit hole moment, I'm like, oh yeah, it's the it's the Kurt Vonnegut thing, the past, present, and future converging and taking me down. Now you are freaking me out a little bit because I very recently talked about San Francisco in particular being a place in which I feel I say I call it my uh, I, I always have PJ. I have a listener who always corrects me on my French pronunciation. And it's very embarrassing because I pride myself. But mille feuilles, which is like the multiple layers of like a pastry that's just yeah. like leaf, leaf, uh-huh, leaf, uh-huh. where I feel like. Uh, those of us who are crazy like me and now I'm finding yeah, out you yeah. it's like a, you put a pin like you're the pin that pin, that pierces all of them at once yeah. and it's like hyper stimulation of yeah. oh my god I'm connected to and my like, robot way program, too much past, present, yeah. and future it's like my robot program freezes and I'm like nah, nah. and then someone has to hit me 
You're upside the, the chills. Head. I, I will always hit you, Kate. Please do. I will always. But hit that you. happens. Isn't that crazy when yeah. it happens? Because you're like, no, I have so many tools and I'm highly functioning. And then you're like, except for those. Yeah, I call them rabbit hole moments where it all converges and I can't parse it out. It's yeah. too much. Well, you're something like, about on. that. Well, some part of what happens to me with that is that I. I feel like I become robotic where like my sense of self just checks out yeah. and I, I have this sort of sense of like a computer inside my brain that's like who what is, and what is a Janet Varney? I know. Why does she like what she likes? What who cares what her favorite color is? Like she's just <laughs> yes. a husk. Yes. It's pretty weird. That's some yeah. weird shit to get into some at the weird. end of the podcast. What's up everybody? Uh, We're going to be playing some yeah, sitar music and smoking <laughs> Yeah. Deal with my fucking sitar. Yeah. Uh, give me three. Um, let's give me. Let's do three movies that you can jump into. The mo- the worlds are real, so you can hang out with the characters. Not going to die. So if it's something weird where there's danger, it's okay. Uh, three movies that mo- the worlds are real for you. Doctor Zhivago. Great. Uh, I'm also going to say Blade Runner. Because I feel mm. like we live in the bar at Blade Runner, Runner mm-hmm. or at the bar in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Both of those equally <laughs> yeah, in great. the city. Really where we are right now on yeah. Sunset Strip. Yeah, um, we're there. The, so uh, Blade Runner. Um, and then, and I just find that spooky and on, it, weird. Is, okay, okay, okay. You don't care. <sighs> Let's do like an oldie. Um, what's one of my favorite all time? Okay, just say Stage Door. Why not? Great. I've never seen Stage Door. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. What it's is a good it? Rental. Who is it? It's like all these old, what these do I old actresses. It's like Stage Door. It's like these, unless I'm thinking about, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Stage Door. It's like all these actresses, like Katherine Hepburn, like Betty Davis, all these oh, people. Oh, I could knock like, out all the greats in one. You could, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. Stage Door. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next category is... Um, I think I'm right. If I'm wrong, people will tweet about it. They'll be like, it's not Stage oh, Door. Yeah, so much trouble. That's not it. <laughs> I can hear your speech impediment in your tweet. Uh, amazing. Um, okay, let me do uh, three. Well, I liked what you said about um, the the singers. So I'm going to go to um, three other sort of people living or dead that uh, that's sort of like your mentor that you could call and say, I don't know what you do about this. And they're like, first of all, Kate, I love hearing from you. Please call me more. Mm-hmm. And second of all, let me tell you what I would do in your situation. Three. Oh. Jeez. Okay, honestly, the first person that came to mind, so I'm just going to say it, is Obama. Great. Because um, <laughs> I did see him once between the first and second term, and he was like, it was like seeing someone after a bad first half, like uh-huh. at, a, like at the, in the locker room. Yeah. It's like, hey, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I've had some tough times, too. I had a very brief marriage uh-huh. and divorce since I last saw you, and you've had a really rough first term. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, buddy, so I- that's uh no. So that and then who else would I call that? I feel like oh George Sand. I'm going to say that. Oh, she'd be really great. happy to hear from me. You know what else I saw at the loft? Hmm. Impromptu. Yes, you, you know did. what I'm talking yes, about. I do. Hugh Grant, Judy yeah. Davis. Yeah, that was like one of my first. I was like, wow. And he was sneezing because he was Chopin. Yeah. Oh little, no, it was the first time I ever week, saw Hugh Grant. And yes, and you're like, he's so handsome. Yeah. Huh. Why doesn't anybody realize he could be rakish? And then like, every movie after that, he's just like a bad, <laughs> sort of naughty? adorable, yes. naughty, naughty. Uh, naughty, uh, naughty. Okay, Obama, George Sand, love it. <laughs> Amazing. And then, um, oh, I'd like to sit down with Catherine the Great and just, I feel like she'd have some super interesting stuff to say. I'm sure that's true. Yeah. You'd be like, she's a tough press. Catherine, I'm having problems with my smartphone. What do I do? <laughs> My name is also Kate, but I'm a Kathleen. Isn't that weird? It's so close, yet we're different. Listen, I should go, though. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, oh, <laughs> that's, that's how you use it. Oh, I got a call waiting. Call oh, it. boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, okay, and then let's do three forms. I'm going to do three forms of transportation, like just a unique, interesting way that isn't just getting into a car that you could get around. They'll be well, fine I would all fly. over and anywhere. I would fly, Great. for sure. Great. Mm-hmm. And then um, I'm going to say, oh, so much of this do with flights. So let me try to find something else. Uh, well, I, like I would I would like to, if I could go through center earth, like middle earth and Ooh, travel that way. That is a great response. Yeah. I mean, why not? Wonderful. Let's do it. I oh, agree. and also I would enjoy, if it was, <laughs> I don't care if it's unrealistic, sledding. Okay. No, that's great. Or because a sleigh I, ride. Let's be clear. I'd okay. like someone, yeah, or that's preferably you know, led by dogs. Mm-hmm. Dog sled. 
great dog sled. Dogs. You guys, I if we invite Kate, she's gonna we're gonna have to put her dogs in the backyard and feed them raw what? meat. No, it's raw a meat. sled. I understand. Dogs. Uh, yeah, can I bring around. my dogs don't to do the this. barbecue? Don't judge them. She uh, F. Mary Abraham asked her to take on some puppies and raise them. You know he's very busy. So, so he's such a puppy addict. Oh God, he's a, well. Oh. He's also an addict. He's, he's a puppy just, addict. He's an addict. That's that's a fine line. It's a very fine line. Okay, now tell me when to stop. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, Aristotle, uh, do you want to pause recording or whatever you want to do? I just have to do some quick calculating. I'm going to give you your results as oh if God, you're, it's a diagnosis. Oh, yes. I'll tell you what medication you should be on based okay, on this, good. and then uh, that will be the end, my dear friend. Okay. Okay. Here I go. Yeah, that was really fast. I'm done. It flew. I'm done. It does. I do enjoy talking to you. It. You know what? It did fly, didn't it? Yeah. Just like you. Just like don't I'm- fly. <laughs> you don't fly. No. In this mash reality, no. I can. I can give you a spare one of these. You could go home oh, and geez. come up with a whole one by I yourself. I want to do it all. But no cheating. No. But you can get everywhere via dog sled. I can? Yeah, let me tell you about some of the places you're going to be going in your dog sled. Okay. You're going to be taking yourself via dog sled all the way to your beautiful home, your house, in St. Petersburg. Oh, good. Next to what I can only assume is your print shop. <laughs> I just <laughs> pulled out of nowhere. Uh, you So you've got your beautiful home in St. Peter, Petersburg. Now, I don't know if it's uh, in that area that you do your skydiving. Okay, but okay. But you certainly do enjoy it. Yes. Uh, as you're floating down to the ground, I like to picture uh, Kurt Vonnegut, <laughs> your husband and sexual partner, <laughs> yes, floating down in uh, a, a parachute next to you and handing you shabu shabu that I assume you're having to cook somehow while you're in the middle of skydiving oh, because so the meat good. is cooking in the yeah. broth and you're responsible for it because I know what shabu shabu is. Oh, uh, so good. And... Uh, and then maybe when you hit the ground uh, gently, Janice Joplin is uh, is waiting in her convertible, uh, drinking whiskey. And you come over and you hand feed her some shabu shabu, and yes. she's just like, "Thank you." And then she just pukes all over you. Yes, she because does. that's probably what would happen. Yeah. Um, but luckily, you didn't get your uh, five course or your I six, didn't get course my six course puke fest. Bavarian meal um, puke fest. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you and Kurt are having problems, I want you to know that you can always call up your dear friend, Catherine the Great. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, we are in chat about yeah. man slash horse problems. Yes. Uh, and then ultimately, um, if you get tired of all of this stuff, you can just drop right into the world of stage door. I said that oh, yes. the way I hope that time. someone stage says door. it. Stage door. I'll, I'll meet you at the stage door. Yeah, I, can, I hope Say, they all take a long like walk that. of a short pier. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Into a stage door. Everything Into a stage to, door. <laughs> everything has to end with stage door. Yeah. Uh, Kate Walsh. That's so good. I want to draw. I want that on a flow chart. Well, somebody's so got to get on that ASAP. That's like uh, a good dream, man. Isn't it? Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. I feel good about it. Um, thank you so much for doing the podcast. We thank did you it. For having me. We finally yeah, we did. We finally did. I wish that Tucson trying. had like an alma mater that we could be like, and now we will end as we always do with fellow yes. Tucsonans, but like, thank you, Tucson, for your golden skies. Yeah. You just <laughs> we improvised. We did it, though. We did it. <laughs> it's short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, people can follow you on Twitter, at Kate Walsh. Yes. Uh, they can see you and everyone's crazy but us. That's um, true. And uh, you're just a marvelous lady. You, my lady. I, I, I'll you. meet you at the stage door. At the stage in door. Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody. Talk to you next time on the podcast. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.